Welcome to Mudflap and Palmer Were Forced to Do a Podcast, a weekly bonus bit of the Mudflap and Palmer Show, starring Mudflap and Palmer. Reach out to us on Facebook or email mudflapandpalmer at gmail.com. Now, against their will and most people's wishes, here are Mudflap and Palmer. Well, hey guys, and welcome back. It's episode number 11 of mm-hmm. Mudflap and Palmer. We're forced to do a podcast. I am Palmer. And I am Mudflap. Together we are Mudflap and Palmer. I want to thank everybody for the incredible response we've had so far to the first 10 episodes uh, of the podcast. Also, no guests this week. Oh. Uh, sorry, wrestling left town. That's unfortunate. Uh, but we had Drew McIntyre in episode 9 and Kofi Kingston in episode 10. They were great, and we got a great response to having them on. And we hope to have some guests on in the future, maybe even some that are non wrestling. No, I'd rather related. just be wrestlers. Just wrestlers? Because that's that's my line. Okay. I, okay. I know that stuff. <laughs> I just feel very much out in like left field, like away from the, the, the topic of conversation. Welcome I, to my world every day on the air. I have to actually like pretend that I know stuff and look stuff up on the fly to hold the conversation with either the interviewee or with you because it's knowledge that you have in your back pocket that I do not have. Again, that's the theme of the show, just opposite. Well, then today should make you very, very happy because it's all stuff that I think that we can both converse on equally well. Okay. Um, on today's podcast, uh, we can start... I, actually, I think I want to close with the thing that we've covered on the show already about... Um, uh, this is the big topic of the podcast. We'll start with two other things. First of all... I saw, I'm seeing a lot of Cannes Film can can con whatever that film festival they have overseas. Sure, I'm seeing a lot of stuff in the news. Yeah, uh, about that and about various movies that are coming out now. Obviously, because of the pandemic, Hollywood has over the last couple of years just been in a tailspin as far as how to film blockbusters, whether to film blockbusters, delaying blockbusters, or just movies in general. Right, streaming is factored in. Uh, they've utilized that to some extent. They've been putting out movies that are streaming and at the theaters at the same time. But with all of that said, question for you is, what movie, assuming that it is not available for streaming and won't be for a while, if ever, what movie would get you back to the theaters? Hmm. Um, keeping in mind, it's well established over the course of our years together but I just don't go to the theaters. It's very, I can wait six months and wait for something to come out on Netflix or whatever. It is a rare thing when I actually will go, you know what? I got to see that now. I can't wait. I mean, very rare to the point of even forgetting the pandemic for a second and forgetting what other people in the family may want me to go see. The number of movies that I saw in theaters, it may have been one a year prior to the pandemic. If that. If that. I can tell you several of them. Off the top of my head. But I think over the last, seriously, 10, 15, 20 years, it's averaged to about one a year. I just don't go to the theaters. Man, I had MoviePass when MoviePass was a thing. I know. I wore that card out. I know. It was smoking in my wallet. To be perfectly honest with you, I was about coming over to that side of the fence. And that's when the wheels fell off. Yes, and that's when everything, like, like before the pandemic... MoviePass just decided it was an untenable business model. So they couldn't do that. Keep doing that. As they were doing, and they went broke, and they stopped offering that service. For those, I probably put them out of business. For those that don't know what MoviePass was, you paid a certain small nine dollars, nine dollars a month, right? Yeah, it was nine ninety nine, and you can go see any movie anytime. There were occasional restrictions, but most, for the most part, you could probably go see 15, 20 movies a month and pay 
less than ten bucks. All you had to do was see two movies, and, and you paid for and it. And you paid for it, and so I I was doubling, tripling, mm-hmm. quadrupling down. You were using that. You were wearing that out. I was. I, I'm sure they. Oh, Mr. Palmer, welcome, welcome. <laughs> they uh, knew me by name at the movie theater. They probably memorized your movie pass number and said, "Hey, I, I did." <laughs> And like I said, I was about ready to take advantage of that. I finally was coming over to the dark side on that, and then the whole business model fell apart. But word is they're getting ready to reboot that in some way, shape, or form. So you may be interested in what they come up with next. It probably won't be anywhere near as good as the first version. It can't be. And and that, and I'm way too busy these days to do it. Yeah, there's that as well. But keeping uh, this whole topic in mind, what movie would, again, streaming aside, would would drag you, would first drag you back to the theaters? Well, the obvious choice for me would be any Star Wars movie. Any Star Wars movie. Um, but if we're talking about movies that are coming out in 2022... It could be either. I mean, uh, again, you don't... You, you can say Star Wars movie, and it doesn't have to be a specific one that you're expecting. Right. I mean, we're we're talking years down the road. Right sure. now, they're focused in on Disney Plus and, and doing Kenobi and, of course, The Mandalorian yeah, and the, the Book of the Boba Fett. series that they have on there. Yeah. And so I'm not really overly concerned about seeing a Star Wars movie. But if there's one this year that I do want to see, and it's coming out, it, it may already be out. I don't know. Uh, the Northman. Um, and it, it looks, okay. that sounds vaguely familiar. It what, looks what is that? Super, super cool. Um, it's it just, is that Vikings? Yeah. It's got that vibe to it. Is that and, coming to theaters? I thought yes. I saw that maybe on a commercial on Netflix or YouTube or something. No, it's, it's coming in theaters. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So that, that would be the one I think that I would like okay. to go see. Having never watched Viking. Love that show. Uh, or any shows like that other than Game of Thrones, which is totally fictional, of course. But, um, Having never really watched those, I do admire them from afar and do want to watch them at some point. And that, the one time I did see that trailer slash commercial, I went, oh, this looks really good. I was pretty impressed with that. That I might see in theaters at some point. Um, or, again, just wait for streaming. But mine, of course, is one, and we've talked about this at length. The oh, it's one already that's, out. The one that's going to... <laughs> oh, so well, then did, I guess you're a liar. So it didn't drag me back you're yet. A, <laughs> that doesn't count at all. I thought it was already out, but <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just one of those things to where there's nothing out there that's catching me that, right. I, I, that I have to go see. I know Thor's coming out a little bit later on this year, but I'm so far behind in that story. And so I'm not going to obviously go watch that and then have to go rewatch the other ones. Um, but the next big screen Star Wars experience would actually ha- would have you absolutely roped in. Oh, yeah, I'd be there opening day. Right. I'd be there for the first showing. Right. Um, for me, and we've talked about this on the air, uh, it's the Top Gun movie, which I've been waiting for forever. They delayed it, and they delayed it, and it's coming out, what, next week? Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Memorial Day weekend? Memorial Day weekend. Uh, so excited. I will be going to see this in theaters. I will have the big sweaty bag of popcorn or bucket of popcorn in my lap. I will have the milk duds. I will have the 84-gallon soda, and I'll be sitting middle center watching this. That is a movie from my younger days. I was in the military when the first one came out. Loved it. Have watched it. No, every word to the movie. Um, And what's weird is, on the surface, it's not a movie that would have gotten my attention, but everything about it for some reason clicked with me. I loved it. It's a romance. I could care about romance. There's some really cheesy moments, like the singing in the in the gentleman's club uh, or the officer's club, not the gentleman's club, the officer's club could to be. Kelly McGillis. I mean, there's a lot of cheese in that first movie, and you notice it more as you're as as the years go by. Don't care when this movie comes out. 
Maverick coming back. I am about it. Iceman coming back. I am about it. I will be at the theaters when that comes out. So that's the one. And I can't think of any others that would have dragged me back. My thing is with Top Gun and the original Top Gun, outside of the action scenes, Mm -hmm. I could have cared less about that movie. But yes, there there was was enough of that that that, that's what initially wrote me in. The storyline was, I liked the story about Maverick and his father. And really, there's no real action scenes until the end of the movie. I mean, you've got, you get the training, and it's not really action, you know, and nothing's really bad going to happen outside of Goose dying. But, oh, spoiler alert! Yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, sorry. Come on, man! But seriously, it's like, <laughs> that was, that was a, a, a real tough watch for me. Was until, it really? Up until the end, because it just drug on, and, it, and the stupid romance had no place in the movie. Yeah, that was kind of unnecessary, and they are bringing a romance back. Of course they are. Not with Kelly McGillis. Uh, Kelly McGillis and Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan being Goose's wife. Yeah, they're not going to be in this version, uh, according to the director. Those their stories had already been told, uh, but uh, according to the commercials, Goose's son is now a pilot, being trained by Maverick. So there's that, and uh, apparently, every word that I've heard says that the flight sequences make the original Top Gun look like Legos. It may, just makes it look. Totally 40 years ago. Not going to lie. I, I, I'm i a little disappointed in your choice because I really thought you were going to choose like Downton Abbey or something coming to the big screen. Close that, set. And that's going to be the one. No, the other one, if I had to choose that's not out yet, would be Jurassic Park. That one has my attention. The Jurassic though, World domination. Yes. Even though I haven't seen the ones after two, I didn't see the ones with Chris Pratt uh, or great. whatever. I like. And I will go back and watch them in, before Jurassic Park comes out. But the trailers for Jurassic Park, here is my issue with this. I think I talked to you about this before. It's like, is it my imagination or in the commercial slash trailers for the new Jurassic Park movie? Some of the CGI almost regresses from previous movies. I wasn't totally impressed with the CGI. The scene where they're chasing them through the city streets. See, I'll the- disagree with you on that. Will I think, you? Yeah, I think it looks even better than it did in the last movie. Okay, I'm going to... I'm I'm go, I'm not I'm going to withhold my judgment on that. And again, we may be getting early versions of the movie in the trailers that will be improved by the time it hits theaters. True. And they have to improve it when you think about it because as CGI improves, the ability for theaters to project more high definition uh and better sound and everything else, they have to keep up with that mm-hmm. because these theaters now will show you the flaws. If they're not up to speed, if they're not doing uh, on the yeah. right game at the, at the movie, uh, in the in the movie studios. So anyway, for you, whatever Star Wars movie comes out, and, and you, I go with Jurassic World and, World this time around because that's a specific yeah movie, and I'll definitely go with Top Gun. And if you're going to Top Gun, you'll see me at the very first viewing that I can get to. Down Navi, it's going to be just action packed from the word go. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they'll ever make up for the the, the big twist in the series. I know. That's have, why you got to go see the movie. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I, I don't, don't either. I've never seen the first moment of Downton Abbey. I haven't either. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number two, and I saw this, and it's up on my Facebook page. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday morning. I just posted on Thursday morning this uh, thread so that people can chime in, and so far the response has been pretty interesting. What was the movie poster that you remember having on your wall as a teenager or a kid? Did I'm, you not do that? Were you not that kid? I was, but I was a little bit more, 
I had a lot of surfer posters on the wall. That counts. Um, but it wasn't movie. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Well, Did you I said say movie, movie poster? Yeah. I don't. I'm sorry. I, let me backtrack on that. It, it could be any poster. Oh. Uh, any poster, not a movie poster. I mean, if it's a movie poster, great. But what? Uh, poster of any kind did you have on your wall as a kid i had one specifically that still creeps me out to this day and i had it up there for whatever reason but it was a poster that was called death watch and it was a skeleton and it had a sickle and because you were a teenager and it was cool it was so cool (laughs) and and it glowed at night was Uh, it one of those spencer's posters yes kind (laughs) of and i loved that thing so much and i don't know why um, but that was up there, but I had a lot of uh, different surfing mm-hmm. uh, type of things on my wall. Um, I think Kathy Ireland was on my wall. Sure. Uh, Cheryl Teagues was on my wall. My mom never came in my room. Probably not. Um, not and, where you were there, anyway. And then I had a ton of Star Wars stuff up. I had, and, and here's where my brain kind of falls apart, I had multiple posters at various times. But the one I own, the only one that I specifically remember, and I posted a picture of it on Facebook because it's the exact poster that I had, was a poster of Aerosmith. Late seventies. It was me moving from my I listen to pop radio phase to a friend of mine in eighth grade introducing me to, to harder rock, and Aerosmith was the first thing that he introduced me to, and I became a huge fan, still am. And that poster was I had that, I, that on a T-shirt. I also had it on my wall in my bedroom and it was just uh, that's a vivid memory and when i saw the picture online i went oh gosh that takes me back to when i was 13 14 years old so anyway the thread is up and you can still chime in on anytime you hear this and we'd be uh happy to hear and see what oh, i your did poster have a was. bunch of iron maiden posters up i didn't listen to iron maiden i was gonna say that all. is so not you no but the posters were great they were like the eddie the, skull, the, yeah. the skeleton yeah we i had a bunch of those they didn't really have any new wave. <laughs> Do you know posters. any Iron Maiden songs at all? Any, 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 any. Just name one. Come on. No. <laughs> no. I, I like I said, I never That's listened awesome. to them. I didn't. Um, but I thought their posters were the best things ever. Yeah, the posters were designed to freak parents out. My mom really thought I was a devil worshiper. Yes. Between, between that, that and the Death, Death Watch, Watch. yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was great. Okay. Third and final thing. Uh, and the way I teased this online was South Carolina's version of Disney World opens here in the PD. We're, of course, talking about the grand opening of Bucky's. And for those of you that don't know what a Bucky's is, I don't even know what you're doing listening to this podcast. But they've been all over the South and actually into the Midwest. They finally got one in South Carolina, and it happens to be in our backyard. Exit 170 off I-95 in Florence. So that's actually in Dar- Darlington County. So... Question is actually, there's not even a question, but our experience. You and I didn't go to opening day because we knew the crowds would be bad. Yes. But your wife wanted to go. I wanted to check it out as well. And the way we walked into this was that it, we knew it would be good for the economy. Tax dollars, jobs generated. It was going to be huge for this area. And it is and it will be. But people lost their minds over the potential or, or the pending opening of Bucky's, which, if you don't know what it is, is basically a travel center off the highway that you can stop at. You can do shopping. You can eat whatever. So I just 
having never been, and you had never been, um, didn't get the insanity that people, Bucky's is opening. I can't wait to get to Bucky's. Oh, you found the poster? I found the poster. That's the exact one? This is the exact yeah, one. Yeah, no wonder your mother thought you were a devil worshiper. It was an axe, not a sickle. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anyway, didn't understand why people were getting all worked up about this as far as, I can't wait to get to Bucky's. It's a travel center. We've all, if we've traveled, been to a travel center before. And I had said that there was one in Kenley, North Carolina, north of Fayetteville. We were coming back from the Outer Banks last year, and we stopped at. That's big, has a million different things, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It caters a little more to truckers than it does to families. Matter of fact, it's proud to cater to truckers, but a lot of the stuff is similar to Bucky's. So I kind of had an idea going into it what this was, but I didn't understand the passion. You and I, by coincidence, went Thursday, a day after it opened or two days after it opened, uh, to see what all the buzz was about. Mm-hmm. What was your experience? Now, you went because your wife primarily wanted to go, and of course, you wanted to check it out. And the fun. kids wanted to go. And the kids wanted to go. Um, I, I thought it's it's a great place. Yeah, it um, really is good. You know, bottom line is, if you're on the road and you've been driving for God knows how many hours. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect place to get out. I'd fill be looking up your car. For you can go shopping, kind of chill out for a little while, sure. get on your feet, get a hot hot meal. Um, they have everything for the road. I mean, in their hands down, they've got you know. Well, not just that; they got stuff for the home too: home decor yeah, and clothes and, and things like that. Coolers. Sure. I mean, they have it all. It's kind of a one stop shop. Um, yeah. So for that aspect, I think it's great. And yeah, my, and my wife loved it. You and I specified as far as if I were a traveler. And I'm on I-95, and I'm four hours into a trip somewhere. If I saw a billboard saying Bucky's exit 170, turn here, I'm there. I'll be like, yeah, absolutely. As a traveler, this is an 11 on a 10 scale. Yep. But the thing here is it's in our backyard. It's something that's going to be here. We're going to have it in our neighborhood forever. So does it inspire that kind of passion from us as it would if we were traveling? And I say no. I say as a travel center, that's great. It's, it serves an amazing purpose for a lot of people, but I don't see the excitement living in the same area as that. I agree with what you're saying, but I'm going to go with we are in the minority on this. Yes. Oh, we absolutely 100%, are. 100% because, I mean, people, I mean, they they like the Bucky Nuggets mm-hmm. and they and they like the food. Which I want to touch on all those things. And, um, you know, I did try a, a couple of different things mm-hmm. um, while I was there. And apparently my son is in love with the chocolate chip little cookie dough bite bites we, we had those and they were very very good yeah they thought that was great yeah no, there's a, there's a lot to like about this place but the passion and excitement that people felt on a personal level uh living in the same area as this uh i didn't feel i like it i mean it was spotlessly clean the people were very helpful there was a oh, lot yeah. to choose from but there was a couple things that i want to point out and these are personal opinion kind of things as, as what you say will be but there are a couple of things that I want to point out. One is it's not some place that I'm going to end up going more than a couple times a year. Um, I will go back this week because I did not get a chance to, to sample the fresh food that they make, the brisket and things like that. I'm going back. I'm getting that and completing my experience with Bucky's. But a couple of things. Everybody, when you talked about Bucky's that knew about Bucky's, said you've got to try the Bucky's nuggets. You've got to try the Bucky's nuggets. So we got a bag. Of Bucky's Nuggets. My daughter did. My daughter, by the way, loves this place. Loves it. Can't wait to go back. So she opens the bag for us, and we all try one. And I'm like, I, I recognize this flavor. I had no idea what Bucky's B 
beaver nuggets were. No clue. I honestly thought they were chicken nuggets. As did I, or something similar to that. So I was surprised to find out it was a bag of, of snacks. And they come out looking like, you know, pork rinds. They look like that a little bit. Same and you, color. And yeah, same color. Not the same else. shape. Right. I popped one in my mouth and I said, I recognize this flavor. And I thought about it and I realized what it was. And I asked you about it this morning without any prompting. You said the same exact thing, which is... They're Cracker Jacks. They're Cracker Jacks. Yeah. Without the peanuts and without the popcorn, but the flavor of the of the Cracker Jacks. And the, and the problem that I have with, and everybody said these are crack. My daughter cleared out the bag, said, oh my God, these things are amazing. But for me, I don't like Cracker Jacks. I'm not a fan of Cracker Jacks. So this really didn't do a lot for me. That being said, I thought they were okay. And I suppose if they were, you know, one of the last snacks to eat in the house, I'd probably grab a few. But in general, it wasn't for me. But again, I get the passion. I understand if people like that kind of snack, why they are all about it. Because what it does, it does right. But it's not my kind of snack. So I wanted to say that. Also, I will say that the prices surprisingly reasonable. For a place of this nature, most places on the highway, you see it with gas prices, which that's another story entirely. But if you're on a highway or a major thoroughfare, prices are jacked up. Yeah. You go to any convenience store, prices are jacked up. What I was shocked to find was I went back to the grocery section of Bucky's and they had Doritos and other snacks and things that you would throw into the car as you were traveling. And the prices, while a little elevated from what you would see at a grocery store, were not what you think they would be jacked up to. They were reasonable prices for that place. I was shocked to find that out and very pleasantly surprised. The home decor is kind of Bed Bath & Beyond with a... a oh, it's s- right up my wife's alley. And, and to yeah. be honest with you, I saw a bunch of stuff that I wanted to get for various family members, mm-hmm. like wooden wall hangings and things yeah. like that, which I really liked. Everything, or most things, are branded with the Bucky Beaver. I mean, they got that thing everywhere. They even got, a, like, a bronze statue out front that people are posing with. Yeah, well, Parker did. Oh, did she? Yeah, my daughter. I got to go look at those pictures. Yep, I've got one right there. But uh, on top of that, again, I'm going to go back and try the food. One more thing about the place. Uh, it's a little confusing to get out of. For some reason, they just didn't know South Carolinians well enough because they put a traffic circle in there in order to get out of their parking lot. And again, I said this on the air. I am convinced that's their way of saying, oh, no. It's Hotel California. You can check out, but you can never leave. Look, let's You're be coming honest. back. South Carolinians cannot drive or don't drive very well. Period. Traffic circles totally throw them, no pun intended, for a loop. Yeah. I mean, you and I have talked about the fact that four-way turns totally confuse people. Oh, they didn't, yeah. They don't have a You clue. know the four-way stop signs? Totally confuse people. So a traffic circle, you round off the edges, you are totally screwed. It's all kinds of trouble. Oh, and, and by the way, that was an adventure getting out. I... To me, so I didn't have any problems getting out. Well, to me, a traffic circle is common sense. I mean, it, I know I want to put common sense in quotes because nobody has any anymore. But to me, negotiating a traffic circle is common sense. But nobody knows what to do. They get this performance anxiety once they pull up to the thing. They don't know whether they should go, wait, you know, turn around and never leave. They have no clue. And I saw that yesterday when I was trying to leave because I almost got hit. So anyway... Yeah, maybe the traffic circle not the best idea for a South Carolina stop. But in general, to recap, great for the uh, economy around here when we can certainly use new businesses coming, jobs, 
things that generate tax revenue, whatever. Uh, great for the economy. Certainly great for the people that like this sort of place. Uh, again, for me, it's nice but not exciting, but that's just me. That is you. That's uh, you about everything, though. Uh, true enough. I, I, I definitely have this kind of even keel when it comes to stuff. Yeah. I don't get passionate. And it's either. not in his circle either. His, his little circle of likes, and it's a small circle. That's right. It takes mm-hmm. a lot to get into my circle of trust. And, and once, they, once you trust. do, you're there forever. Oh, forever. But, but that's, you know what? That's purgatory Let right me tell there. you, there is a velvet rope around it that not many people cross, not many things cross. There's not. No. I have my likes. <laughs> I like my rut. I have a rut. It's comfortable. I live in a very comfortable no, rut. No, I don't think you can call it a rut anymore. Why not? It's literally like a 800-foot ditch. Is it a canal? It, it's, it could be. <laughs> You could put some ships through there. Again, I'm just saying, it's very comfortable. Feel free to join me anytime. Nah, I'm good, Although, man. no, I don't know. You're, I know you're trying to get past the velvet rope, and I'm not sure if you're allowed in yet. Ah, you know, I'm not <laughs> looking for the VIP status, sir. Absolutely not. So anyway, uh, we would suggest, certainly, if you've never been. I know my wife's going to be there a lot. So. I, I, like I said, I'm going to go back either today or tomorrow to get those sandwiches that I missed she, out on. Her post was, after we left, she posted out the pictures of us being there and everything else. And she she wrote, hey, we had a little field trip today. Went Everybody went to Bucky's. I can't wait to come back without them. That That's how she worded it. So my question there is, and you said that on the air as well. My mm-hmm. question there is, did were you and your two kids, was your level of excitement not up to her standards for a place like that? No. Um, it has to do with she likes to browse. Yeah. And she's one of those that wants to... Look over every little thing. Mm-hmm. I am the polar opposite when it comes to shopping. I know exactly what I want. Right. I'm going to go in and get it, and I'm going to leave all within about maybe five minutes tops. On top of that, it's a little bit of like you know shopper and uh, merchandise pandemonium, which you don't do well with either. Oh, there was a lot of that, and <laughs> my brain went into overdrive. Yeah. Because there was so many people, and I felt bad. There was a couple of people who recognized me and came mm-hmm. up to me and was talking to me about the place. And to be honest with you, I have no idea what they said. I don't have a clue because I was already, my brain just clicked into a different gear and there was sensory overload. And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I may have agreed to show up at their house and DJ. I have no idea. By the way, my daughter is very, I won't say she's antisocial, but she just doesn't talk to strangers. She'll be, she'll talk to you off. She knows you, mm-hmm. but she doesn't talk to strangers. So one funny thing did happen I haven't told you about. We're at there, uh, we're walking around. It's very easy to get separated in this place. Very easy. And she and I would get, got separated like 10 times. The first time we got separated, she uh, walks up and uh, says, hey, something, something, something. And then she realizes it's not me. It is a guy. There's somebody else that looked just like you. It is a guy. He had the exact same clothes on. I had khaki pants, sneakers, dark shirt, sunglasses on his head. Same exact way that I did. I mean, she pointed them out to me. I went, oh, okay. So you missed an opportunity to ditch the kid. <laughs> no kidding. Because, all right, man, you're, he's all yours now. <laughs> Here's new Go dad. for it. But she was... She was mortified. She couldn't talk, stop talking because I've talked to a stranger. Ah! So anyway, we, we do suggest that everybody, no matter whether you've been to Bucky's before or never been, go check it out. And we do appreciate the fact that uh, they are here in town. Really, it's a cool thing to have. Exit 170 off of I-95. It, no matter where you are hearing this podcast, we do have people from out of state to listen. 140 uh, gas pumps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's insane. And the gas prices, and I was happy to find this out too, are on par with everything else around. We all know gas prices are incredible. Well, with high. like in town and not highway, you know. Yeah, that was the funny part about it. Right. Because you know when you go off any exit, the gas is like 30, 40 cents higher yep. than if you had been to another uh, 
you know, two miles away. Sure. But their gas prices were on the highway just what you'd find in town. Matter of fact, a little bit lower than some places in town because I saw four twenty four for regular, but a lot of places in town are at four twenty nine, so maybe a nickel lower. Yeah. And that'll change. But uh, appreciate them keeping their prices reasonable when, to be perfectly honest, in a place like that, you don't have to. No, you don't. I they, mean, they could gouge they if could they wanted to, and nobody would really to. complain too much because yeah. they're happy to be there. Agreed. There you go. That's our podca- uh, podcast for today. Mudflatandpalmer at gmail.com. If you want to email us, reach out to us on social media as well. You can hear us uh, five days a week on uh, the Cat Country app or here in the PD on 99.3 on the FM dial from 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday. And again, we have a countdown of the top 20 country songs that airs on Saturday morning at 8 o'clock and Sunday evening at 7 p.m. So uh, until next week in episode 12, have yourselves a wonderful week. Again, thank you so much for listening and downloading wherever you happen to be. And we'll see you. Bye, y'all. And that's a wrap. Thanks for checking out the Mud Flap and Palmer. We're forced to do a podcast podcast. A new episode goes live every Friday. So check back then. If you need more of the guys, you can hear Mud Flap and Palmer in the PD on 99.3 The Cat weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. and around the world via the Cat Country app. Have a great week.